Hi, and welcome to a brand new episode of Record Talk Listen. My name is Lydia, and thanks so much for joining me. Today is episode number 68, and it features Darren Isom. And Darren was last year's winner for the National Photography Competition. And uh, Darren is extremely talented, if you uh, didn't know by winning. Uh, he does he captures some really beautiful landscapes and also uh, the people who inhabit them. So he's doing some pretty fantastic portrait work. He was lucky enough to get into this year's competition. It was very stiff. There are 550 entries, um, and so he was one of them. So make sure to check out his new piece and all of the other talented photographers. A lot of them are featured on this podcast um, at this year's show, and it runs the entire month of April, and that's at 9 North Center Street here in Cumberland, Maryland. So if you're from out of town, plan a trip. Come on out and see it. some beautiful, beautiful photography. Darren has a great website and a fantastic Instagram account. So we'll put direct links on our website. And that's recordtalklisten.com. And there you're going to be able to find all of the previous episodes archived. And if you've never been, uh, we have done some updating. And if you have been before, you'll notice the changes. We have direct links available for you to click so that you can subscribe to the show whenever you would like. And also, there is a brand new button on the right-hand side. And that's a donate button. And what's important about the donate button is that it helps us sustain the podcast in a way that we can bring you really great content from week to week, find the people, get them to come on and have great interviews like the one you're about to hear. So in order to keep that going, uh, make sure you hit the donate button and that will help ensure the longevity of this podcast that you so dearly love to listen to from week to week. And we would very much appreciate it. So a little side note, the cooking show with Mark and Tim um, still yet to be named. We're still taking name suggestions. So we go highly suggest you go to the website, find this show called Name This Show, listen to it. And if an idea comes to your mind, like I have the perfect name, let us know. Send us an email at recordtechlisten at gmail.com. Also include some recipes you want us to try and some questions for Mark and Tim. So we can forward those to them. And they're going to be recording their second episode very soon. So be on the lookout for that. So now on to the main event. And the whole reason you tuned in, here is the wonderful Darren Isom. Darren, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So uh, you're pretty famous from <laughs> after last year's National Photographic Competition because you, you won. Yeah. yeah Were you was, expecting that? I wasn't. No? <laughs> it was uh, it was an exciting night. You know, I I worked really hard on... Uh, on preparing for it that year and and uh got both pieces accepted and, yeah. and the fact that um i got best of show just uh, blew me away it was really humbling right because it was a huge pool of talent yeah yeah it was something that they'd never done before at the arts council they had uh opened it up nationally yeah and that was something that was thought about like should we do it should we not open it up nationally and and I'm glad they did because last year we had a lot of entries. Um, we had a really good juror. Yeah. And this year it's even better. I mean, we've gotten, uh, we've, we've doubled basically. Right. And um, gotten 550 entries this year, 32 different states being represented. It's going to be a even better show, I think, this year. I think so too. Did you get a piece in this year? I did. Yeah. Oh, it's, okay. uh, it's a portrait of my father. Oh, nice. And uh, I had him come out to the farm and, and we, uh, we set him up in front of the barn outside and put an American flag behind him. He dressed up in his um, his uh, army fatigues, like his Green Beret outfit, uh -huh. his uh, 
and uh, clean and pressed. Nice. And, uh, we got <laughs> I would it. expect nothing less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was really good. And it turned out nicely. It's about 30 by 40 inches. Nice. Nice large scale piece again. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's the one that got accepted. So uh, you mentioned your father. So maybe we should start at the very beginning. Where were sure. you born? I was born here in town. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> grew up uh, in the house right beside your, where you're living. Yeah, it's now. A little, you, yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. And, uh, but no, I've been uh, um, tied to this this area uh, for for a few generations. Um, you know, uh, grandfather that has a farm. Um, he's passed away. My Grammy still lives there. My uncle still lives there. Um, so I've got ties to this area that, that go back a while. That's good. Yeah. And uh, you, where'd you go to college? Frostburg. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Good. Kind of uh, meandered my way back to Frostburg. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had one of those uh, those times, you know, where I had to figure my way out, figure my figure out where I was heading, what I wanted to do with life, and and uh, and then when I when I decided, I came back to Frostburg and and uh, focused on fine arts degree focus on photography and design and um yeah frostburg was great yeah frostburg has an excellent arts program it does and um i actually got to um do a semester abroad in um northern england okay at uh, a school called northumbria in newcastle okay went there and studied uh photography and design for a semester it was a great experience i'm sure it is yeah got different perspective Mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun so who gave you your first camera Actually, um, my dad's friend was a diplomat in Morocco. Oh, very nice. And leading up to that, you know, he comes back with uh, all this this gray market, they call it, um, photography gear for my dad. Uh-huh. And uh, this was years and years uh, before I was even born. And so my dad had it kind of sitting um, in a cabinet, just kind of sitting there. It was never really used all that much he used it when he got it but then it kind of started collecting dust after yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah and um he he decided to give uh me his kit and it had like a bunch of different lenses and and it was a, obviously a film slr and and um you know i was happy to be able to learn how to shoot with film because okay. i think it really really teaches you a lot as a photographer about the craft and about what you what you do so well and also the excitement of getting your shots back after they've been developed. Yeah. I try to explain that to kids now. They don't get it. They do don't they? get it. No. They first look at you like film. What? And, film yeah. canisters. What are those? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so he, he gave me that and, um, and I used it, uh, for quite a while. Um, just kind of experimenting and, and playing with the different lenses and, and, uh, and, and just, you know, like you said, seeing what you get back whenever, whenever you you're, you're finished your shoot. Um, and then, uh, actually used that camera equipment, traded it in on a new model when, yeah. I, when I, uh, started doing it in college and, um, and then the rest is history. Yeah. So what's your setup now? My setup now is, um, I shoot with a D 600. Okay. Love it. It's my first full frame. Um, I used to do a lot of, um, stitching work with my, I had a D 80 when I first, you know, went digital uh-huh. and, um, it was a smaller format camera. And, and, uh, so I would have to take, you know, how I like to do large landscapes and, and, and large, um, portraits and things like that, large scale stuff. So 
what I would have to do is I would have to take multiple photographs of the image that I wanted to capture uh -huh. and then combine them to get the same resolution that I can get with one shot with this camera. So the D600 is, it's a great camera. I've got a 70 to 200 uh, millimeter lens and I've also got the uh, 24 to 70 that I okay. shoot with. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for people that know cameras, they're... Yeah, they're They'll probably be, like, oh, that's that's, that's pretty great. Setup. That's pretty good. <laughs> Guy knows what he's talking about. So you started with uh, landscape portraiture. Is mm -hmm. that um, is that where you kind of figured out that you like to do large scale pieces more so than? Yeah, I mean, you know, it starts off like like every. I think every photographer can relate to the fact that like when you start taking pictures, you're kind of a kid, and you start experimenting, and you're taking pictures with your friends, and yeah. you're you know, you're learning the, the ropes. And then, um, and then I think I, I just, as growing up in this area, I kind of started, I was drawn to like, um, more of a documentary style, street style, uh, subways, you know, kind of like, like that raw urban, yeah. urban black and white photography. Sure, sure, sure. And, um, so that really kind of flourished in college because <clears throat> I had a few friends that, uh, that lived in the city you know, like some in DC, some in Baltimore, some in New York. Mm -hmm. And I bounced around. Um, even before that, actually, I, when I went over to, um, to do my semester abroad, I traveled a lot, I went to a bunch of cities through, through Europe and, um, you know, went from like Newcastle down to London and to Amsterdam and to Copenhagen and then, um, Vienna, nice. uh, down through Italy into Greece. I mean, it was just a great, great experience. And the whole time just, you know, shooting with film. Um, I wish now I, you know, I could go back and do it with digital, digital because yeah. it's, it's, it's a little bit easier, but, um, uh, but it was a great experience. And then I came back here in my last uh, semester was uh, for my senior show. I had to get a bunch of, you know, about 15, 20 pieces together and um, they were all black and white. Um, city kind of documentary style subways um people um just kind of like that raw urban environment look so when i made my way back to town about 10 years ago back into the mountains totally changed started you know noticing the, the scenery more i mean i remember the first day i drove back into town knowing that i was going to be living here and I was riding to the storage unit out in like, you know, originally West Virginia uh -huh. and I'm going out 28 on the canal there Yeah, and the bluegrass is playing in the truck and I'm, I'm, I'm riding out there and it's just a beautiful day. And, uh, I was like, wow, I'm really happy. I'm moving back here. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. And it's kind of like the first time I, not the first time that I, I always loved it here, mm -hmm. but the first time that I really, really knew what it was about. I was older enough to appreciate it and I think that's, see the beauty in yeah, it. Yeah, I think you got to get out uh, and have experiences like traveling and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then when you finally are, you come back here uh, because you're choosing to come back yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. It's um, kind of on my own terms. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like just because I was born here. But you like appreciate it a lot more, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and you see it through a new set of eyes. Sure. And it's great that you're capturing it because you that's the view you have now. Yeah, yeah. 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 So and it's not just here, you know, like I've kind of started recently uh, branching out a little bit more like I had never been to the Blue Ridge Mountains. OK. And last Easter, um, my loving wife, Samantha, was 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 nice enough to say, hey, you know, uh, 
you have off school all week and the kids don't and I don't. So why don't you go ahead and <laughs> take that trip to the Blue Ridge that you've been wanting to take? And yeah. so I, I, I was like, are you serious? That's that's great. So uh, I took her up on it and Good. just camped out and went along the trail. And, and, and you know, I've, I've started kind of trying to see more of the Appalachian area. Yeah. You know, so it's it's a wonderful place to be. Yeah, I think so. And your wife is awesome for letting you do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you teach school. I what, do. What do you teach and, and what are you teaching the children, Darren? <laughs> Molding young minds. Yeah. I'm, uh, I've taught for, let's see, 11 years now. I started in Frederick County uh, as an art teacher, strictly art, uh, middle school. And, um, and then my wife relocated, um, got a job up here in town. Mm -hmm. So we moved and, um, uh, I got a job at Hagerstown, Washington County schools. And I've been at Western Heights middle school for the past 10 years. Okay. And, uh, I teach, um, I taught graphic arts at first and then the program was cut and it was kind of devastating to me. Uh, to be honest, um, I had to, you know, retrain and, and go to all these, um, summer classes to, to learn this new technology training that they wanted me to teach. Mm -hmm. Um, and I embraced it. It was, it was good. I've done it for the past, uh, five years. It's more of like an industrial design engineering based for middle school kids. Okay. And we do a lot of 3d modeling. We have a 3d printer at my school. Oh, that's awesome. Um, just recently we're, we're working on this really cool project with a group. Um, it's a nonprofit out of Chicago by the name of enable. And I think they only have about 8,000 followers worldwide okay. uh, that are in their Google Plus group. Uh-huh. And uh, they make 3D printed prosthetics for people all over the world. Cool. And so there's a bunch of different types of prosthetics you can make. Mm -hmm. And we're making one specific type that works with um, for people who lost their fingers. Okay. So they actually have their hand and... You know, they, they have the use of their wrist, yes, but they, uh, they don't have any fingers. Mm -hmm. So we've printed these, um, these prosthetic fingers and hand and a wrist and, uh, they can strap it to their arm and uh -huh. it actually works. That's awesome. So we're in the process of getting that tested now. So the kids are excited about that. Um, exciting things next year coming down the line or, uh, we're becoming an arts magnet school, which that's awesome. I'm super excited about. So you're funding a cut, cut, but you're like it's actually yeah. transitioned sort of into kind yeah, of it's kind of coming position. back. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah. interesting because you know it was initially when the program was cut, it was you know we don't have a need for another arts program here, and yeah. this is my vision, and and now it's you know hey the vision has changed, we're coming back to the arts, and Full it was all about almost. STEM, you know, yeah. science, technology, engineering, math, and now they're calling it STEAM. They're adding yes. that art concept in. So that's that's good that it's getting the respect it, it deserves. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody is better for having an art class, I think. Absolutely. So, well, that's great. So as you're teaching the kids, you're empowering them. You're like, look, you can be artistic and mm -hmm. creative and industrial at the same time. Sure, yeah. And then they're all related, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, engineers aren't they're, – they're not – non-creative that's people. true that's very you know, true they're, yeah. they're they're they might be the most creative yes. you know when you think about it and and i look at that you know the like the enable people working with enable it was actually um uh two people that that got this idea really rolling and one of them was a an artist from africa who had damaged his hand in an accident he was right. a sculptor 
So and, he's like um, trying to figure out a way to trying, yeah, adapt. Yeah. yeah. And so him and this other guy basically out of their garages came up with the idea. So I'm telling you, every good idea comes out of a garage. You're right. <laughs> it's <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. It's like if you if you uh, want to have a good idea, then get a place with a garage. Yeah. Or you can get away and, yes, and do some, exactly. some, some thinking. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's great. Mm-hmm. So you're having a big arts magnet school. Yeah. yeah. And, I'll be uh, teaching uh, graphic arts. Uh, just, with some photography in there, of course. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, just teaching the kids like the basics of, um, you know, how broad it is, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you could, you, you can use graphic arts in so many different ways. Um, whether it is like in the industrial side of things, like with the 3d modeling program inventor, mm-hmm. or whether you're using Photoshop illustrator, any of those things. And, you know, you can, talk about advertising you can talk about creativity yeah. you can talk about um you know just making something that's visually pleasing so yes yeah i think it's important you know and that it's and you know especially now you have you you are your own marketer and yeah. your own content creator so yes. if you can do that and then i think the all of the editing software it's gonna you're gonna have to know how to do that yeah to yeah. get anywhere sure and and you know i mean you talk about being a the creator. I mean, that's the, the the beauty of this program is there's not really a set curriculum yeah. for middle school. This, so it's like I'm gonna. I like to look at it as like I'll be working with the kids, and we'll kind of be developing it together. Yeah, you know, it's it's an exciting time. So. Mutually figuring it out. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. That's I think the best way to learn because it really sparks creativity. It is because yeah. it's not you telling them like, well, you have to take ten, ten yeah, no. shots of shadows. No, no, no. Like, right. I like to give them a little bit. Uh, you know, you got to rein them in well, right, because yeah. it's middle school. Right, exactly. It. We were all crazy. Raging but, hormones. Uh, but you have to, you know, rein it in a little bit, but you want to give them the freedom to kind of choose yeah. where to go with it. Right, or allow them to make mistakes yeah. um, so that they can learn from them. Big time. In a, in a nice environment. Mm-hmm. That's good. So uh, you're doing portraits more now then. Do they know that you're an artist outside of being just a teacher? They do. Do they? Yeah, I show them. I, I, you know, I let them know that I'm a, that I'm a person too. Yeah. I'm just a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I show them my website sometimes. I'll show them work that I've created. And, do you get their opinions on yeah, it? Well, you know, I like to talk to them about art yeah. because it's interesting to hear what, what you know, younger kids say. Yeah. Um, they're pretty honest. They're very honest. Yeah. They're very honest. <laughs> And, uh, so yeah, they, they, um, they love it. You know, they, they look at me kind of, a as a, as a different type of teacher yes. sometimes. And yeah. I think that's a good thing because they even say that sometimes they say, you know, Mr. Eisen, you're a little different than, than my other teachers. And you're because like, I'll take it. I love it. Yeah. You know, they can say that all the time. I have to take it as a compliment. Sure. But, uh, but yeah, I'll show them, you know, just goofy videos sometimes like you know that i see them like uh following me on instagram yeah. and things like that and that's kind of fun so that's good yeah do you have a lot of followers on instagram uh, a few hundred that's great not, not a lot i'd like to have more but right yeah, well yeah. if you uh listen we'll put a link on the website you can yeah. follow darren and we'll great. get your numbers up for you all right great that great. sounds good so uh, you do utilize you have a website and you have an Instagram account and you do portraits. Now, can people hire you to do portraits? Absolutely. Yeah. Good. I like um, I'm, I'm really getting into this artistic portrait thing. I, I really love it. Um, you know, portraits um, to me, uh, the, the idea of going out and doing like the the shoot in in a studio mm-hmm. is not 
I don't really like that as much as being somewhere or taking that person to a place where they enjoy it or it has some sort of meaning to them or, right. or something like that. You know, I, I kind of like it in the moment, not so set up. Documentary style. Yeah. So st- sticking with the same aesthetic. I mean, that you, you like know, before. sometimes you have to obviously set up certain things if you want the quality to well, be right, the way right, you want right, it. But, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, um, I like to focus on, um, you know, the finer, the finer details and maybe like telling a story about somebody that, yeah. that, you know, a lot of times, um, you know, the whole point of it when it started with the buck, the, the one that uh, was in the show last year. I loved, I love that photo. Like yeah. I walked in and it was, had a really great prominent place right by the window. So mm-hmm. when you walked by, it really just like took you off guard and look, I gotta go in there and look at this. And <laughs> I then appreciate that, that guy you. is the guy was at the show. Mm-hmm. cool dude yeah he was he was willing to dress up in all that uh his his mountaineer garb yeah too. and he was yeah. he was he was gonna do it i said let's not let's not take the <laughs> let's, let's not, not draw scare all the, the people yes, right, yeah. right 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 but uh but no he came down and he was there and 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 he loved it it really meant a lot to him and he's a he's a one of my best friend's fathers and and he's a really good man and a really kind heart and he he's been an it guy for the garrett county board of ed for for years and years yeah. and you look at that picture. You'd never, you have no idea. You would never know. Right. Um, but that's kind of like his alter ego. That's what he does. He likes to, you know, dress up for the kids yeah. and parades. And he, he he wears that outfit and carries himself around with his musket. And, and you know, it's, it's, like it's play it, acting. It's yeah. Really great. Yeah. He loves it. Um, so I wanted to kind of capture that aspect of him. And, and I think it came out well. You did. You absolutely yeah. captured that. So uh, will you do you're hoping to get that pretty much from everybody. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, I want to, I want to just, uh, eventually be able to have a show, um, with lots of large scale portraits, um, different people, different generations, um, but all from not, not necessarily Cumberland, but But the the local area. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, uh, definitely interested in, in, you know, some younger people that live in this area that, that are successful in their own ways and, yeah. and, uh, you know, help tell their story as well. So that's great. Yeah. I think you'll find huge success with that. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. And let us know when you have your, uh, big, huge <laughs> portrait show. <laughs> I will. I will. You have any, uh, I, any timelines for that? Maybe people can expect something. Uh, I mean, it's going to take me a while. I'll yeah. be honest. It's kind of. If I uh, have to find the right people. And... Well, yeah, finding the people, the you know that that whole process of going through it, um, you know, finding the time is yes. always is always <laughs> a tough one these days because I have two beautiful kids, and um, and uh, a full time job with, yeah. with teaching. So, yes. so I I do it as much as I can. But I think what I'm I'm gonna do is uh, dedicate my summers a little bit more to the photography and not as much to, you know, the landscape design as what I was doing. Yeah. And I'm thinking I'm just going to have to, um, um, pick my priorities. Right. You know? Right. So I think that now the photography has to be the priority. Yeah. If it wants to grow. It's, it's, uh, pushing you a little bit more. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's good. Well, you're on the show. Mm hmm. Um, and I asked three questions. Okay. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Uh, um, that's a really tough one because my, my, my dream is to, um, is to travel 
with my wife whenever we retire, just literally just go all over the world, mm -hmm. see all the sites, especially this country, you know, but, um, I follow a lot of landscape photographers and this one guy, Chris Burkhardt, um, who I really, really enjoy. Um, he goes to Greenland a lot. Yeah. Iceland. So I would have that out of those two. I'd probably have to say Iceland. Yeah. Yeah. The, the landscapes there are just, um, incredible. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that, that, you know, you have the summer solstice and the winter solstice. Yeah. So, so as a, as a landscape photographer, uh, it'd be great to go out at two in the morning and be able to like shoot landscapes, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. It just, it, it appeals to me. Right. So. Cool. Yeah. That's all. So you want to live there? I think it'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I've never lived there, so I can't say. Right. That, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, try it out. Worst yeah. case scenario, you Worst move someplace scenario. else, exactly. right? <laughs> and then I try out Greenland, and then if that doesn't work, then, you know, maybe California. There Oregon. you go. There you go. I did love Oregon. I will say that. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. So what's your favorite season? My favorite season would probably be spring, I'm thinking. Yeah. It's a tough one too. It is tough. We're lucky enough that we have four seasons yeah. where we live. Yeah. So. Um, I would say spring just because, you know, the weather starts to break. You Except for yesterday. That... My God, we got oh snow yesterday. God, that was awful. But you know, the weather breaks and you're, you're, you start to get that energy mm -hmm. again. Um, cause we all, you know, experience that winter kind of drag. Oh God. Where we're, we're just awful. kind of going through the motion sometimes and, <laughs> <laughs> yep get up put your coat on and spring you just want to start getting outside more doing more yeah so i agree i really really enjoy spring cool mm -hmm. and uh if you were lucky enough to know what your last meal would be what would you eat wow um i would have to say that uh you know i love carne carne asada <laughs> big carne asada <laughs> fan so I would probably have to have uh, my buddy Juan Lopez cook me some some carne out at the river. Nice. And um, we would have some fried squash, and um, you know, geez, I don't know, maybe maybe some of Rick Mickle's famous uh, steak sandwiches along with that. Nice. Any dessert? <laughs> no dessert. No we dessert. Just fill up on meat. Just that. Just meat. <laughs> Salad meat. Yes. Awesome. Darren, thank you so much for being on the show and hopefully you'll come back and talk Absolutely. about all of your other awesome stuff. Great. Thanks. Thank you. For more information on what you've heard on today's show, make sure to head over to our website, and that's recordtechlisten.com. We'll have direct links to Darren's website and Instagram page, so make sure to follow and check out all of his awesome work. And go to the Arts Council and see all of the beautiful photography that will be featured there for the entire month of April. And while you are looking around at the website, make sure that you also subscribe to the podcast. And you, we have links on the right side of the page for Stitcher and iTunes, so click there and um, subscribe and you'll never miss another episode. We try to make these weekly, so make sure you don't miss any. If you do, you can always find them on our website or you can download them to your um, personal listening device uh, through the, the various apps. Um, so if you like what you hear, and we hope you do, and you have a question or comment or some feedback for us, or if you want to be featured on the show, make sure that you send us an email, a tweet, 
or a comment or a message on Facebook. So we're at facebook.com slash record talk listen. So make sure to share the page and all that other kind of stuff and, and leave us a message. Or we're on Twitter at REC Talk Listen. So make sure to follow us there. We have a lot of content. We put out a lot of stuff um, on Twitter. And then an old-fashioned email always gets through, and that's recordtechlisten at gmail.com. This has been another episode of Record Talk Listen, where I hit record, people talk, and hopefully you listen. Until next time, thank you so much. Thank you.